If you're looking for digital innovation, check out your supply chain. Hi, I'm Scott Smith for Gartner ThinkCast, and we're going in search now of the best supply chains. Actually, Gartner did the searching. We're just doing the reporting. We've got Gartner Research Vice President Stan Aronow on the line. Stan is the lead author of the annual Gartner Supply Chain Top 25 Rankings. So what separates the best supply chains today? Stan, first of all, thank you for joining us. Hi, Scott. Great to be here. Thank you. We have you back because it's the time of year to look at the results of the Gartner Supply Chain Top 25. Let's start with the obvious. What is it and how is it determined? Sure. Yeah. So uh, this is research that we've actually been doing for quite some time. It's an annual study that we conduct to evaluate and identify leading corporate supply chains. And we're in our lucky 13th year here. And um, we're continuing to invest in this research actually for a few reasons. One is in general, we're looking to elevate the supply chain function and profession within companies. If you go back to 2004, when we started this thing, the joke was it was sort of licking labels and kicking boxes and supply chain didn't get a lot of notice. Now you see a lot of heads of supply chain actually reporting to the CEO of the company, but there's more work to be done there. Another really big objective of what we do with this research is to share and cross-pollinate the best practices across leading supply chains. And it's not just within industries. It's a cross-industry uh, type of study that we do. And ultimately, the goal is to raise the bar of performance for everyone. And if you go back to its origin, the top 25 was really created as sort of a supply chain version of the top 25 polls that you'd see and that are so popular in American college football and basketball. And what we've seen is this type of ranking, this type of list, it's really extended to all sorts of areas, like ranking top university programs, for instance, which, by the way, Gartner does for supply chain. People just, they love ranked lists. It lights a competitive fire in everyone. It encourages them to share kind of their latest and greatest innovations. But one thing I wanted to do is to clarify the top 25 is not just an opinion poll, per se. We do have a couple of panels of voters whose opinions comprise about half of the score. And uh, that's a sign for each of the about 250 to 300 larger companies that we're evaluating every year. So one panel is a pretty diverse set of peer voters. And these are senior supply chain management folks, multiple industries, multiple geographies. And then the other panel is typically a few dozen Gartner supply chain analysts. And we are researching and cross-educating one another on the capability, maturity, and leadership traits of these various companies. And ultimately, everyone takes their collective knowledge and opinions on who they think is most leading, and they go off into their voting booths and vote for their own top 25, and we aggregate their votes together as part of the scoring. So that's half of what we do for the ranking to figure out who is on the list. So then, what's the other half of this equation? The other half of the evaluation that we do is based on business performance data. And so we're comparing financial measures such as return on assets, inventory turns, revenue growth over the last year or so. And we actually added a new quantitative measure in 2016 around the extent to which companies are running socially responsible operations, something we feel very strongly about. There's a lot that goes into our corporate social responsibility component, but to give you the high level on it, it's based on a bunch of respected third-party sources that we're using as indicators 
for each company's transparency, their commitment, and their performance toward running ethical and sustainable supply chains. So as part of this analysis, we're combining all this information together, the performance data, the opinion polls, and then we assign a composite score, which we ultimately use to force rank our list of companies and figure out who's the top 25 in the world. Our guest is Gartner analyst Stan Aronow. Stan is one of the lead authors of the annual Gartner Supply Chain Top 25. So let's look at the rankings, Stan. Who topped the 2017 edition? Well, Scott, so we had, as I said, a lot of companies that are familiar to the public here. I mentioned Amazon just a minute ago, right? They actually uh, have been right at the top of our list for several years. They're definitely well-placed. We added them to a long-term leader category that we call masters that we created a few years ago. These are long-term leaders. And Amazon joined Apple and Procter & Gamble in that category for the first time in 2017. These are companies that need to have a top five score for seven out of the last 10 years, and we hold them them out sort of separate from the annualist. At the top of the list, we see other retailers like Inditex, who runs the Zara brand, and H&M. And if I had to pick an industry that's been disrupted probably the most, I'd say it's retail. I think everyone would stand up and say there's been dramatic change in their industry, but they've really been turned upside down. And if you look at Zara and H&M, they're really extremely innovative in terms of how they can quickly get things from design to hangar now. And they're some of the few brick-and-mortar players that are actually still thriving if you were to go to a mall, if you still go to one, in today's retail battleground. You also have uh, McDonald's. They were number two, so another top five company. For them, they're good at orchestrating results across a really complex set of supply chain partners and customers, and they make really momentous changes in their supply chain. So they they recently announced that they're moving to cage-free eggs in the next several years, which, you know, if you go shopping and pick up cage-free eggs, you might think, okay, well, that's no big deal. But consider the fact that McDonald's sells 2 billion eggs a year in the U.S. alone. And last year, globally, there were only 13 million cage-free eggs sold in total. So they're looking to make this really massive supply chain transformation that they're pulling off based on customers' desire for better, cleaner food. But they're bringing along the rest of the industry, and it's actually impacting everyone else who plays in that space. In general, the 2017 list, it's got a mix of consistency and new faces, as I said. Unilever, again, was number one this year, along with many other perennial leaders. All sorts of areas where Unilever is leading. One of the things we certainly hold them out for is their work in corporate social responsibility and running circular supply chain. Lower down on the list, we had three of the first-time entrants from the top 25 last year. So chemical company BASF, Schneider Electric, which uh, you know, builds huge electrical infrastructure for cities and such, and then BMW in the luxury auto market. So they were returning and they were joined by a couple of new faces. We've got Nokia, which actually topped our list back in 2007. But you know, as everyone knows, you probably had, if you were like me, a Nokia phone back in the day. But nowadays, that's not really their business. But it's a tremendous comeback story for them entering a new industry. And then we also have Diageo, maker of Johnny Walker and all sorts of other adult beverages. And those two companies broke into our global list for the first time as well. 
That is a most definitely an unusual pairing there to come up. And I, I was going to ask, uh, I'm not sure we can top, Stan, the cage-free Egg McMuffin, but uh, were there any surprises in, in terms of movement up or down on the list this year? You know, most of the newer companies that made the list, they had done so after sort of a long, steady march up the rankings. Because if you remember what I was saying before, we evaluate usually around 250 to 300 companies. So these companies that I'm talking about, they had to climb past at least another 200 to show up on the top of the global list. Now, Nokia, they shot up really quickly. They were at around 100 two years ago. And as I mentioned, it was really a well-deserved jump. They lost the smartphone wars to Apple and Samsung and other companies, but they sort of reclaimed their prominence. They took over a communications business, a joint venture that they had with Siemens for telecom equipment, and they've just gone on a tear in the marketplace. They've got a really disciplined management team, turned around their business. They just acquired a large competitor, Alcatel Lucent. And now they're setting off doing a lot of things that I mentioned before at these other leaders. They're building robotic automation in their factories. They're piloting other digital technologies, such as mobile you know, monitoring and analysis tools, not just in manufacturing, but also in some of the logistics functions as well. I'd say my surprises are more on who didn't make the top list. And, you know, I could list a whole bunch of companies, but to be short, I'd say I've got a lot of respect for the supply chains of industrial players. And I think of companies like Caterpillar and Cummins, for instance. These are companies that are really managing a tremendous amount of upstream supplier complexity. And they become really sophisticated with their level of factory automation and logistics really control tower capability to manage how products are flowing and then also how they support products out in the field with their customers. And I hope companies like this get the attention they deserve in our future rankings. So Stan, then what steps can we start taking now to be more like the leaders in the Gartner Supply Chain Top 25? The first was around building these digital supply chain capabilities internally with partners. And again, it should really be done in a way that's focused on, well, what are the top priorities for the company? So if you're a consumer product company, it might mean better demand and distribution visibility. If you're a capital intensive manufacturer, you might start with smart factory initiative that's going after quality and efficiency and maybe flexibility in production. But budgets are always constrained. So it's looking at the ROI and the mission critical business needs. That's what's going to drive the priorities. And as I said, some companies may find there's foundational work that's required before you can go after that. The other thing is, I didn't go into a tremendous amount of detail on it, but there's a lot to be said for adopting agile development techniques in supply chain, whether that's helping to design the next new product that you have or just in how that software project is being implemented to put a new capability in place, like for planning. And so that's something that some companies are still kind of in the old waterfall type approach. And in order to be effective today, you got to be quick. That's what's going to win in the marketplace. And then finally, I'd say invest in programs that are going to ensure the ongoing health of the people in the organization, the environment, and then also the partner ecosystems that your company's relying on for competitive advantage. So this is programs to support an engaged workforce, right skill sets, as I said, continue to focus on being planet compatible, setting really ambitious goals as far as what you're going to do in that space. Your customers will care about it. 
and then putting the time and the energy into the partnerships and managing those networks of partners that are going to deliver better customer solutions. And this is moving away from the traditional mode that supply chain brand owners used to be where suppliers would get beaten up, right, and, and try to be bargained down for cost. These are partners who can help you get it done and meet your business objectives. Stan, thank you very much. Gartner Research Vice President Stan Aronow is the lead author of the annual Gartner Supply Chain Top 25. Learn more in the free research note, the Gartner Supply Chain Top 25 for 2017, which you'll find on Gartner.com. And check out our companion discussion with Stan here on Gartner ThinkCast as we dive into the trends driving supply chain success and innovation. You'll find that and other insightful discussions at Gartner.com slash podcasts. And make sure to join the Gartner webinars at Gartner.com slash webinars. For Gartner ThinkCast, I'm Scott Smith. Thanks for listening.